Now you're listening to Lights, Camera, Whatever by Ray. Hey guys, welcome back. It's episode two of Let's Talk About Chew on Netflix. The show is on Netflix. It does have subtitles. There are subtitles, English subtitles for you guys. And if you're watching this one, make sure you go back to episode one. Now, this is episode two. Let's Talk About Chew on Netflix. My name is Teacher Ray. Or you can call me Ray. Um, let's jump into it. These are some more juicy questions for you to answer. Now, question one. If you are not seeking for love, what's a healthy amount of dating apps to download? And remember, guys, I don't do dating apps, but this is the question for you guys out there. If you are not seeking for love, what's a healthy amount of dating apps to download? Guys, I think one, um, let, me, let me reiterate, and that means to clearly repeat, I do not do dating apps, but I can't have an opinion, right? So what's a healthy amount? I think, guys, if you have like three, four, we, we're, we're calling the doctor. I'm calling, I'm, I'm telling, I'm telling your mom. <laughs> I'm telling your parents, right? I'm like, hey, your, your child has five dating apps. Maybe you guys should have a talk. I, I can't say what's a healthy amount. I, I would say maximum two. Um, I've heard a lot. Of, I have a lot of female students. Remember, I'm a business English consultant. I have a lot of students because I'm in Taiwan, I don't know, it's majority female students. I would say five or six of them have Bumble. Um, they do have Bumble. I've heard, yeah, quite a bit have Tinder. And the female students that I do have, they were on Tinder. They say they regret they have Tinder. And the other apps, I just I just don't know because I really don't download them. I'm, I'm being honest to God. I just don't have dating apps. Um, but I would personally say one to two dating apps would be healthy if you're out there looking for love. If you're not seeking for love, um, I think, a remember, it's not seeking for love. I think one to two dating apps. If you are seeking for love, I think you should get out there and go have a drink with some friends. Like physically, guys, let me tell you what to do. Step one, wash your hands, take a shower, put on your clothes and walk out the door and go to a bar, a lunch or a hot pot with a group of friends. And, and, uh, and if you are a friend and you have a friend looking for someone and you got a beautiful or handsome friend who is also single, guys, couldn't, but make sure they, 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 they're right for each other. <laughs> please because if you <laughs> oh my god well let me let me quickly talk about that like so i my friend tried to hook me up like uh, a couple years ago never forget this we went to the museum and i was like talking to the you know because i'm a person who loves conversation so i was talking to the girl and i was like hey like what do you think about this picture i think it was a boy in the water in vietnam and it was like after the war and i was like what do you think that he's thinking right and the girl was like oh Henshinku. Henshinku in, in English means like, oh, he looks so tired. I said, okay. For me, that was strike one because I was actually trying to use this as a secret way to find out about this person thinking. And then so later, okay, guys, I, I, I do love baseball. I love a lot of things, but I also love many things like fashion. So the girl that they tried to hook me up with had a Burberry bag. <laughs> So I said, oh, wow, you know, they changed the designer. They have this type of, I'm, I'm a very crazy person, guys. I know details. I study details. I love things. So I said, oh, they changed this design. They changed this design three years ago, right? So they have a new designer and they're kind of, you know, coming back. They're doing better. Um, so which one is your favorite bag? Oh, you know, oh, and I'll say it in Chinese. Uh, mm, zhao kan zhao hao. 
And that means that basically if it looks good, it's fine. Okay, for me, that was strike two, right? Because I was expecting to, you know, for me as a man to dive into a conversation about a bag, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping in the river, guys. I'm, I'm jumping over, over into the ocean, you know, because this is not what men talk about. But I'm an open person. I, my, my conversation is very versatile. versatile. So um, that was strike two for me. And we don't need to get into strike three. Strike three would make you angry. But <laughs> for me, I still believe to go out there and meet people in person, right? So if you're not seeking for love, what's the healthy amount of dating apps to download? Teacher Ray says one to two. It's only up to you. Now, it's up to you. Second question. Once you've discovered, guys, don't be angry. This is just from the show. Once you discover your teenager or adult child was sexually active, would you buy them protection or have the talk or both? I would do both because kids are going to do what they're going to do. I mean, if it's like eight, nine, I'm going to have to bust some. I'm going to have to break some knees. I'm like, dude, you way too young for this. But if they're like 16, 17, I would have to say now this is if I had, you know, my son. Now, if it's my daughter, I have to do both sides. I have to do both sides. If it's my son, I would just say buy protection and say, be careful. I don't want any grandkids right now. You're way too young and you don't even have a degree yet. You don't even you don't even have a high school degree yet. Right. Um, so don't even think about having kids. But it's my daughter. I would have to sit down and have a talk because it's just different. I'm sorry that it's different, but it's just different because you have to make sure that she's in the right mindset. Guys do this without thinking. But girls, they they take it serious. And I want to make sure that this is the right partner for them. And I hope you understand what I mean. So if you once you've discovered your teenager or adult child was sexually active, would you buy them protection, have the talk or both? Right. That's a key question you got to ask. That's you got to ask yourself that. Now, number three, it says, would you respect your father if your mother was only a third party? Um, there's a lot of relationships out there, guys, where the, the father has a, you know, extra lover, like in Taiwan, they call it a Shao San. So I kind of conveniently and friendly called it a third party. <laughs> um, so this means that, you know, they have their own life. They probably had a family, but because they had a child with you, they were willing to pay your mother money and to get them a house. And, you know, it's basically an ATM. Um, if that was the case, I would not respect my father and I would try to stay distant from him because I know that I'm just a side family and basically you're using money just to make my life good. There's no connection. So personally, teacher Ray would not respect the person. Um, yes, I can sit down and have lunch. I could, you know, say hello to you, but I would not try to connect with you because I know I'm just a third party. That's it. So for that question, would you respect your father if your mother was only a third party? I would not. I would not. That's for me personally, guys. That's just for me. Um, question four. What would you do if you found out your parents had a secret lover around your age? I would be super, super weird. And I would make sure that this young man, because I'm talking about my mom, I would make sure this young man has no plans to get like the family money. That would be number one. And second, I probably wouldn't like them at all um, because it's just your parent. And then it's like, first of all, it's like this guy's my same age. Now, if it's my dad and it was a younger woman, it would be kind of the same thing. I'm like, look, there's so many guys out there. Why are you with my father? So I'm going to speak on both sides. It was my mom or my dad. Now, they are divorced and they are happily divorced. They're living their life. They successfully divorced. But I do want them to find love. But if they have someone my age, the age of their son, that's super weird. Now, I will not stop them, but I will not accept it. I will not get in their way. I just won't talk to these people if they're around my same age. Uh, so that's just me. Per that's just Teacher Ray's personal opinion, right? If you what to do if you found out your parents had a secret lover around your age, I wouldn't like it. Number five, when it comes to mistakes, how many strikes do you accept from your partner? 
it could be mini strikes, guys. I know I love baseball. I'm always reference baseball in the lights, camera, whatever. I will always because I love it to death. Um, when it comes to mistakes, I will. It depends on the type of mistake. If it's not like a severe mistake, it's fine. Um, I mean, guys, we're talking about like washing dishes or like picking up things like socks or like that's okay. But when it comes to like, okay, you secretly messaging guys, oh, that's a strike, right? You're hiding something, you're deleting things, that's a strike. These type of things I'm talking about, these type of actions and behavior, these are what I call strikes. People make mistakes, right? Or you disappear one full night and then say, oh, sorry, my battery died. And that happened, my battery died like five times this week. That's a strike because it's like that just doesn't make sense. You have something going on and there's no point to keep me as your partner if there is someone else. And I wish you the best of luck. So when it comes to mistakes, how many strikes do you accept? I would say depends on the severity, the severity of that strike, right? If the severity of that strike is too severe, too high, then we need to talk, right? And if you're not willing to talk, then you should not be willing to keep me because I'm going to go. Next one. Would you be angry if your spouse donated the family money to charity without your consent? My God, that is very, very serious. Um, I don't know. I don't know. They are doing a good thing, right? They are doing a good thing, but you probably have plans to get like a house. You probably have plans to like invest. You probably had, you know, plenty of plans to do a lot of things. And next thing you know, your $100,000 is uh, in the hands of some charity. But it's charity, right? Like, do you get angry about that? That's a that's a really, really tough question. That's a really, really tough question, right? Would you be angry if your spouse donated the family money to charity without your consent? I would be angry because, first of all, this is family money. This is joint money. I'm not married. Hopefully, I'm still I still would love to get married. Um, but in the future, if this happened and someone donated a, a, a substantial, a large amount of money to charity, with our money that we saved and we have possibly have plans to travel or to donate or to invest and it went to charity, I would be angry, yes. But, I, it, it, you know, it's weird, right? Because it's to charity. Like, how angry could you get? But at the same time, it's just a principle, guys. This is one of my, if you're one of my students, this is one of my favorite words. It's the general principle. You said nothing. You literally said nothing. You just donated. Like, oh, yeah, sorry. By the way, we donated 50K. Right, USD to charity. I was like, uh, first of all, we only have one fifty. <laughs> you gave fifty. If it was like two, three thousand, yes, gradually over a couple, you know, quarters, yeah, because you know, yeah, we have plans, right? And you kind of gave it. Actually, guys, let me be honest with you. Money's hard to earn. So yes, charity is a good thing. It's good to give back, but you can discuss with me, right? So one of my favorite words that I always say, GP, general principle. If you do this, guys, please talk to your partner. Next one. Would you blame your partner for your child coming out of the closet? Oh, let me get some coffee for this one. And don't think I made a fake sound. I actually took a sip. Um, I would not blame at all. I I mean, it, it, it depends, right? <laughs> if you... Okay, let me be let me be careful here. <laughs> it depends, right? I mean, if you're just constantly putting this child in a certain environment, still I would not blame. I would I cannot blame. I cannot blame. I think that kids are smart enough to make their own choices. Um, but environment does impact. That's all I have to say. 
And I won't go any further than that. But the question is, would you blame your partner? I would not. I would not. I would not blame. I will discuss, but I would not blame. I think that's unfair. So would you blame your partner for your child? And when guys, when I'm saying child, I'm talking about like teenager and higher. I'm not talking about a three, four year old. I'm talking about teenager and higher. But some people say like my kid, my son, and they're like teenager or adults. So this is what I mean. Now, the next one is, is after an argument, are you the type to hide in the bathroom, take a walk or bring out the boxing gloves? Um, For me, bathroom's not going to do anything. I'm a take a walk guy. I'm in Taipei, guys. In Taiwan, we have U-Bike, right? U-Bike is my life. It's a ride sharing bike. I love to ride around Taipei to clear my head. Anytime anything happens, I will literally get on my U-Bike if there's not raining. I'm not that crazy. And just take a ride. Boxing gloves. Um... Boxing gloves here doesn't mean boxing gloves. If you have boxing gloves, congratulations. But here means to actually fight and debate and to challenge, right? After an argument, I like to take a walk. And I heard psychologically you should take a walk together because it means you're kind of going in the same direction together psychologically. You can just take that as a hint. Um, But I like to take a walk. And then if they want to walk, and I will always ask, hey, do you want to take a walk? I will ask my partner, do you want to take a walk, Right. So if they don't want to take a walk, I would take a walk myself and say, hey, I'll be back. Right. So after an argument, um, I, me, teacher Ray, right, will take a walk. Now, are you hiding in the bathroom, going to your phone, whatever, deleting your messages or just going to play video games or whatever, just to take a shower, just to release yourself? Some people really need hot showers. Some people, that's a pure medicine. Now, for me, it is take a walk. For you, please leave your comments. Next one. Are you open to talk about you? about your you and your partner's sexual relationship with other couples or is it your business guys i am a super private person no 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 i think the closest person i ever will talk about in my relationship is like my cousin my cousin jay <laughs> um that's it that's it i and i'll talk to him i i think it's really personal information it is my business and i think it should stay your business you should only talk about your things to you and your partner because once you ex- talk about it and open up to other people other couples and they start sharing all these good ideas and you're gonna say oh man what's wrong with our relationship like i'm I'm not i'm not discussing anything we're not doing anything you guys are amazing you've created the situation like i say you are your choices you threw yourself into the fire by opening up that conversation that's literally what you did you threw yourself into the fire by opening up your sexual relationship with your partner to other couples if you want to do that Make sure your partner is okay with it before you do that. Other than that, please keep it quiet. Please, 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 please keep it quiet. Because in that situation, guys, I mean, imagine, right? You get somewhere and like you're with your your, your husband or wife and you get somewhere and they're sitting down with the other couple. And you say, oh my God, guys, we had the best time last night. And the other couple is like, uh, okay, <laughs> uh, how about we order our food? It's like, but you have no idea what my wife or my husband did to me last night. It's so amazing. You could be embarrassing the other partner. Now, on the reverse side, you get to a restaurant and you've openly shared your things with other people. And it is, oh, did you guys try this? This is amazing. This is amazing. And the wife is like, yes, it's the best time in my life. And then you're looking at them like, uh, and then you're looking at your partner like, uh, like, why don't we try it? And the other wife is looking at you or the other husband looking at you like, why didn't you try it? Are you crazy? You're also throwing yourself in the fire. So to avoid this situation, right, for me, I just, I just, 
it's my personal business. It, guys, this is remember, this is just for me. This is my personal business, right? This is my personal business. I don't want to, if my partner just openly discusses it and like she's happy with what we do and she's satisfied, okay, fine. But I will, I got to say something later. But if it's just like, because you guys, we are different people when the alcohol hits hits the throats. <laughs> when the alcohol is going down the drain, we become different people. We become totally different people. I totally understand. I am very, very knowledgeable of that. I do myself. But when I drink, I become very, very quiet and I just become very observative. So don't think I don't like you. I just get quiet when I drink. Um, but for me, I will not. If my partner does, okay, whatever you want to do. Now, last one. For the traditional nagging parents, what to do if your kid's have no plan to give you grandkids. I would be sad, but I am not going to be one of these traditional people and beg you to have kids. I will never beg my child, give me a grandkid. I will never beg them to give me a grandkid. Like It's just like, hey, give me a kid. It's just like, hey, go get me a, a, a Snickers from the vending machine. You know, like it's just some normal action, right? Hey, give me a grandkid. Thank you. Shit, <laughs> And move on, right? You can't do that. That's not right. They, you don't, oh, you, you, you know, they didn't ask to be on earth and now you're asking them to, to bring someone else on earth. Come on. That's just a double whammy, right? Don't ask your grand, don't ask your kids to say, hey, give me grandkids. And the, and actually the more you ask, the more stress you're giving them. And remember, stress goes to the baby and stress goes to the baby making process, right? Cause they're going to be like, oh, you know, like, hey, my mom said, or my mom, my dad said, and your partner's going to like, but it's, we are not their body. We have our own life. So can we please like respect what we do? And you are absolutely, your partner's absolutely right if to tell you that. You can't be angry. So that is for the traditional nagging parents. What to do if your kids have no plan to give you grandkids? Man, that is actually a question I hear a lot in Taiwan, right? You know, my parents want me to have kids. I said, do you want to have kids? <laughs> you know, like, do you personally want to have kids? Um, if you're just doing it for someone else, you won't be happy with this child, right? And yes, they want to, you know, pass down the lineage and the DNA. I understand they want to, you know, they're probably bored to death in the house watching, you know, lights, camera, whatever, and, and every day. Please subscribe. Um, but they do have rights to ask you, and you do have rights to reject. That's all I have to say. So for the traditional nagging parents, please be nice to your kids, right? Because you don't want to get in a situation where you're asking them and they just get so tired of you asking. And that's why I said nagging. Like, you know, you're like, please, please. You're on your knees, right? You're, 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 you're begging like because they, they feel there's nothing going on in life. And that's a sign that says when for the people who are young right now, right, get some intimacy into your life. So when you get older, you're not begging for grandkids. You just want to be with your partner. That's it. You want to have fun with your partner because you're older. Right. And you haven't you didn't have that life of love. You need some distraction. So this is a sign for the younger generation right now. Grow your life of love. Learn to satisfy each other. Both sides have needs. Right. Learn to 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 help that. Everybody needs to release, guys. Everybody. Partners need to release. They need to help each other release. And if your partner is doing it by themselves, then, you know, but they're not, you know, cheating on you, then just, you know, encourage them and, and support them because, you know, you're not there all the time and they need you. 
right? You can't be angry at that all the time, right? But if they're doing it all the time without you and not giving you any attention, that's different. But I'm not trying to sway too far. I'm just trying to say for the young generation of couples, learn how to make each other happy. So when you get older, you're not waiting to have grandkids. You're just enjoying each other. You're enjoying the time you have with each other. So that is for the last one. So let me kind of repeat the questions. If you're not seeking for love, what's a healthy amount of dating apps to download? Once you discover your teenager or adult child was sexually active, would you buy them protection or have the talk or both? Would you respect your father if your mother was only a third party? What would you do if you found out your parents had a secret lover around your age? When it comes to mistakes, how many strikes do you accept from your partner? Would you be angry if your spouse donated the family money to charity without your consent? Would you blame your partner for your child coming out of the closet? After an argument, are you the type to hide in a bathroom, take a walk, or bring out the boxing gloves? Are you open to talk about you and your partner's sexual relationship with other couples, or is it your business? For the traditional nagging, 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 nagging parents, nagging all the time. What to do if your kids have no plan to give you grandkids? That is episode two of Let's Talk About You on Netflix. And this is Lights, Camera, Whatever. This is Teacher Ray here. Please leave your comments below. See you soon.